The Start. On Demand. On demand. Behind the glass, Jerry playing the music. Greg Mackling, Brett McGarry with you on this Monday morning. Shadow Davis is around, bringing us his commentary throughout the morning. And Brett, as you know, and I, I talk about this freely, uh, as parent of 11-year-old twin boys, I think one of the biggest things in terms of keeping our kids safe these days, and my generation of parents are accused of being helicopter parents, but I think a big reason for that is this free, this consternation over bullying. And right now we want to give you some more information on Shaw working with the Canadian Red Cross and the CFL to launch Respect Camp, which is an in-school program that inspires students to take a stand against bullying, both online and on the playground. And we are joined in studio by Chathan Lakshman, who is the Vice President of External Affairs for Shaw Communications, Rebecca Ulrich, Education Manager for the Red Cross in Manitoba, and Andrew Harris, who is the Winnipeg Blue Bombers Team Shaw Ambassador. So we'll start with you, Chathan. Can you first just uh, give us an overview about what Respect Day is all about? Sure. Well, the Shaw CFL Respect Camp is a new venture that we've, we're piloting to, uh, today in Winnipeg at uh, Coal River Heights School uh, in front of 500 kids. We're excited to take them to this program that this, the Red Cross has, has put together and Andrew's going to be delivering with the, with the kids. You know, we learned so much from uh, playgrounds, from the from the school experience. We learn how to make friends. We learn how to play together. We learn we learn how to 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 be together as as kids. But we also learn some negative things. We learn about other kids picking on us. We learn about being picked on or or us picking on them. And what we're trying to do today is start by by t- introducing this idea of respect and trust with with the kids and and giving them some exercises and games that helps them talk about it more openly and helps them look for resources if they see things that are going on in, in the playground or in their classroom that they don't like. Now, Andrew, having a powerful spokesperson and someone who's visible in the community, I think, goes a long way in getting this message out. Why, why is it important for you to get involved with a program like Respect Camp? Well, it's, it's just a chance for me to share some stories and, you know, give them some perspective that they're not alone. And, you know, a lot of kids go through this and, um, you know, myself being a person who is part of it and, and, and sharing my stories and, you know, just helping them communicate and, and, and trust and be open with, you know, um, getting a solution and, and, and being able to trust adults or, or um, someone that they can talk to to, to, to go with, with their issues and, 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 you know, help resolve it. And for me, again, it's just um, an opportunity to get out there and, 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 hear from these kids and, and, and see their faces and, and, you know, hopefully make a difference. Can you give us a clip of, or an idea of, of the kind of story that you're going to be sharing? I mean, ha, ha, have you been down this road? Have you been a victim of bullying uh, in your past? One of the stories I'm going to be sharing with, with, with the kids today is uh, I, I grew up in a neighborhood where there, were, there was a lot of uh, f- foreign kids coming in from other countries. So, you know, uh, I went to walk to school with uh, um, kids from Romania, Poland and, and Sri Lanka and, and a Chinese kid and, and they, would, they would go to school, they could barely speak English and you would get to school and I was getting made fun of. And when I was in grade three or four, I was about a foot taller than everyone. So I was, I was a big kid. And uh, I kind of took these 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 kids under my wing and and uh, made sure that they felt safe walking home. And um, you know I couldn't really understand a lot what they were saying, but you know f- found some common ground with them. And um, so that that's that's one of the stories I'll be sharing with them. And and you know from a, from a bystander, just just looking on looking on them and saying you know you, you you can make a difference by you know trying to help someone and, and keeping them safe or you know making them feel like they're they're someone that can look out for them. So that that's that that'll be something I'll be sharing with them for sure today. These kids that uh, you took under your wing, do you know what? how much of a difference that made in their life? I mean, it's it's crazy. As you get older, you you lose connections. And um, I, I saw one of the one of the young boys that I, that I that I 
I was was with um, about two years ago, um, and he he actually met, reached out to me and said, you know, you, you actually did make a difference, and um, you know, I, he didn't really outright thank me for it, but you know, he said, you're always there, you're always on my back, and you know, I kind of appreciate that. So, I mean, it's it, it does make a difference, and and again, it's just it's just being able to communicate that, and and you know, any any little difference helps. It can help a, a young a young student, a young person's life. So. Uh, Rebecca Ulrich is education manager for the Red Cross here in Manitoba. And Rebecca, how powerful is storytelling and sharing experiences? It's extremely powerful. It's actually a huge emphasis of the programming that we do um, in Manitoba and across Canada every day of the year. And similar to the story that Andrew shared, what we look for is getting older youth, older students to be able to share those stories with younger students. Because as interesting as we are as adults, we're not nearly as fascinating as or as influential as their older peers or someone like Andrew who they look up to and who they see playing football. And so using that sense of influence to help inspire bystanders to know what to do. And stories helps them actually imagine what they can do or how they could do it. So it's it's an incredibly powerful tool. So Rebecca, you'll be at Cole River Heights today at 1 p.m. Uh, giving bullying prevention tactics, which uh, that, that's an interesting choice of word, that a tactic. So can you mm. maybe give us an example of such a tactic? Yeah, so really the emphasis for today is going to be on all of those healthy relationship skills. So how do we build skills around respect and communication and conflict resolution? Because we know those are going to be able to help students respond to those bullying incidents. Um, Part of our programming, our respect education programming, is actually then to build on that and help provide strategies that are not necessarily adult-led, but are coming from students based on what's going to work for them. So we strategize with them, brainstorm, role play, to be able to look at what are the things that are actually going to work that they're comfortable doing. Andrew, I want to ask you about sport, because I've long been a uh, advocate for sport, not only in terms of uh, being healthy physically, but in terms of emotionally and this idea of inclusion, there's no better way. I mean, the sport does have its issue, right? Uh, in terms of there have been uh, hazing and bullying issues uh, within sports teams, but I think for the most part, it gives kids a sense of inclusion and a place to go to be accepted, regardless of football's a great example, right? You have six foot eight guys and five foot two guys and all shapes and sizes. And and colors of skin and, and ethnic backgrounds working together in a common goal. Absolutely. I mean, you know, we're grown men, we're professional athletes, and, and you see it um, as adults. You know, you see people getting bullied or, you know, not not being accepted and, and for, wh- for whatever reasons, right? You, you said it, you hit it on the head. Um, we're, all, we're from all different walks of life and, and finding common ground and being able to, to trust and communicate issues and, and differences, it, it goes a long way. Rebecca, do you think that uh, we do a better job these days of, of, of standing up to bullies or is it uh, in the, the, the sort of the, the era of cyberbullying? Is that, does it become harder to fight back? I think it's both. I think we are doing a better job. We're talking about it. It's a far more understood issue. Um, But I think we also are dealing with changes in technology. And the evolution of that can create this 24-7 impact for kids that wasn't there when I was at school. When you left school, you left a lot of that behind. Um, And now it comes into your house and into your bedroom and onto your phone, and it can be constant. And so... 
building that sense of digital citizenship, knowing what to do, and actually understanding you can be a bystander online in the same way you can be in person is a huge emphasis for us with young people because they need to do it in both places. Well, yeah, because it's a social media, social media for a reason, because it's not just one-on-one mm-hmm. conversation. Typically, this is not ta- taking place. It can, of course, in email and, and direct messages, but a lot of it can happen, right, Andrew, in, in a sense that it's in a public forum, and it's incumbent upon people who are noticing this conversation style of communication to speak up. Well, I mean, after a bad game, I get bullied all the time on right. Twitter, you know, so I mean, it, it happens every day. And, sure, uh, it's you know, totally true. We get it here. We get text messages uh, all day long, right, while we're doing our job. Mm-hmm. People, in the, they, they hide behind uh, this idea of being anonymous. Absolutely, and the, the, the thing about it is most most people would, would ask for a picture or say hi to you in, in, in our face-to-face, and I mean, it's that's that's the whole idea behind it is that, you know, you can you can make a stand for this online. You can you can actually step up and and you know from being a bystander and there's so many different ways that we can attack this and 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 try to eliminate it. Rebecca, how have the kids uh, when you've been doing these seminars? Uh, how have the kids taken to this uh, respect camp that you've put together here? Well, this is actually going to be the first time that we're doing respect camp in Manitoba, so oh, okay. we're actually really excited to see the response. Mm-hmm. But we've been working with the Bombers for a couple of years, and so we've had um, players be able to go in and share their stories and how it relates to this. And then we also work through our respect education program with students across the province. And so training them and having them share their stories, it's amazing to me what we see in response to it, whether it's a high school student telling us that using social media in a positive way, they had, you know, a younger student reach out to them and say, I'm, I can't go to my locker. I'm terrified to be in the hallway by myself. And that high school student walking down that hallway when they know that, you know, that grade nine student is going to be there and being able to just intervene on that situation that's happening because they've had the training and they know how to get that support from adults and they're prepared to respond. So we've seen some amazing impacts from it that way. You know, Andrew highlighted it here and and Kelly Moore calls it antisocial. Uh, media, right, uh, from time to time. But there is an opportunity to flip the script on this and to make social media an, uh, an avenue for people to reach out and to share their stories. Thanks for sharing yours with us today. Can't wait to hear how things went at uh, River Heights School or Ecole River Heights. It was just River Heights School when I went there uh, a long time ago. Thanks for doing this this morning. Thank you. Thanks. Once again, Shaw partnering with the Canadian Red Cross and the CFL launching Respect Camp. We've been speaking with Andrew Harris, Team Shaw Ambassador from the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, Chathan Lakshman, who is Vice President of External Affairs for Shaw Communications, and Rebecca Ulrich, Education Manager for the Manager for the Red Cross in Manitoba. The Start On Demand is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere you find your favorite podcasts.